Listen to this message, you will be challenged and encouraged through God's Word. Here at Heartsea's Family Life Church, it has always been our desire to see people's lives totally impacted and changed. His Word promises to accomplish that. For more information in regards to our church, you can call us at 225-274-1607 or visit us on the web at www.hflc.us. We look forward to hearing from you. Be blessed now as you listen to God's Word. talked two weeks ago in March Gladness about guilt. And we entitled the message this, guilt is your choice. Guilt is your choice. We heard tonight from all the answers, which were absolutely incredible, that guilt is a real thing. And the reason why guilt is real, because we feel guilty for the things that we've done. I mean, we are guilty as charged. If we weren't guilty of those things, we wouldn't feel guilty. So obviously, it's hard to sometimes get away in the natural from things that we have been a part of, involved in, done, thought. But yet we can be free in God. Because we realize that guilt wants to consume us, and then it wants to condemn us. And guilt, as we said, is our choice. We can choose to have it, to hold on to it. Or we can choose to give it. We can transfer it, just like worry. How many are still reminding yourself when it comes to things that you're worrying, that you've said, hold on a second, Philip, stop. How many have still been doing that? Come on, let me see. Anyone? Stop. Why? Give it to God in prayer. In everything by prayer, give it to God. The Bible says don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. So we stop ourselves. When we start feeling insecure, we stop and remind ourselves of who we are in God. When we start feeling guilty, we stop and transfer that over and remind ourselves that we are forgiven and it's forgotten and God keeps no record of our wrong. Isn't that fantastic? God keeps no record of my wrong. Hey, your friends have got a record. Your family's got a record. Your teachers have got a record. But God, when you give it to him and it's under the blood, it's gone. He can't even bring it out anymore. It's not only forgiven. Come on, say with me, forgotten. Not only forgiven, it's forgotten. So we've got to transfer it to God and then we receive his awesome forgiveness. But tonight I want to talk about something just really quickly, and that's this. I want to talk about coming clean with God. Coming clean with God. It's one thing to feel guilty, but it's another thing to not be willing to give it to God. A lot of people are guilty. Why? Because they haven't given it to God. I believe it's time that we come clean with God and give Him those things. Because if we haven't asked and confessed, guess what? We should feel guilty because it hasn't been forgiven. But when we confess, we're going to see that we serve a faithful God. Turn in your Bibles tonight or watch on the screen to Psalms 32. Psalms 32 verses 1 through 5. Read with me. It says this. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord does not Impute, that word impute means charge his account. 
that you haven't been charged with iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit or deception. When I kept silent, this is David writing these words, he said, my bones grew old through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. But then I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquities I have not hidden. And I have said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. That's one powerful scripture tonight. I mean, that is one powerful scripture. I know the whole word of God is living and alive, but that's a powerful scripture for every one of us to hear and to know tonight. What has just been said? David said these words. He says, when I was silent, your hand was heavy upon me. Means when I didn't confess, when I didn't come clean, I felt the weight of God, the weight of the world, weight upon my life. But what did he conclude or what does he realize? But as soon as I come clean and give it to God, he throws out these words, I'm forgiven. My sins are covered. Now it's not imputed, it's not charged against me because God keeps no record of my wrong and there is now no deceit. Why? Because I'm not being deceitful or deceptive to God because I've given it to Him and I've surrendered it over to God. I'm going to give you tonight quickly four awesome things that happens in your life when you confess your sins. Are you ready? Four awesome things that happen in your life when you confess your sins. Number one, confession lets you experience God's forgiveness. Man, there should be some amens in the house. Confession lets you experience God's forgiveness. Here's the crazy thing. He already knows. He already knows everything that you've done. He already knows all about it, all about them things. Back to the garden. God asks Adam a question. Adam's hiding from God because he sinned. God comes in the garden and he shouts out, Where are you, Adam? God asked him, Why are you hiding from me? Now, can I tell you tonight that God wasn't asking because he didn't know? God's not asking out of ignorance. I mean, what have you been doing? I was just reading today that the devil stood before God and God said to him, where have you been and what have you been doing? God already knew. God knew what Adam had done. So it wasn't a case of ignorance for the reason why God was asking. But I believe the reason why God asked was from the word of God at the beginning of God's word, we could see the grace of God. Because you know why I believe God asked Adam? Because he gave him a chance to come clean and confess to what he had done. But what did Adam do? It was the woman that you gave me. He not only blamed his wife, he pointed the finger and blamed God. Could have been a whole lot different if he would have just repented. And we look at Adam and said, why didn't you repent? Listen, our lives will be a whole lot different if we repent. If we just come clean, guess what? We'll experience the forgiveness of God. Those things he knows, 
He cannot and will not forgive while you are busy making excuses, passing the blame and hiding them. Look what 1 John 1 verse 8 and 9 says. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, I love this, He is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The first move is up to us. It's our turn. We need to come clean. The first thing we need to do is confess and when we do, we'll experience the forgiveness of God. Point number two. Confession restores your emotional and your physical energy. There's nothing more draining than denial. There's nothing more draining physically and emotionally than trying to hide something, being ripped and just being consumed with guilt, but instead of confessing that thing, you just live with it, you carry it, it consumes you, but it absolutely drains you emotionally and physically. Do I have an amen in the house today? Because we live with that constant fear of being caught. What if someone finds out? What if I get figured out? But just like there's nothing more draining than carrying that, there's nothing more vigorating than having a clean slate. Come on, there's nothing like it, is it? Just to come true and confess and just get it off your chest. And you may get in trouble. That's what I tell my kids. You may get in trouble, but the relief that you're going to feel and the release that you're going to feel, you can just get it dealt with. You may have a hot backside for a few minutes. But guess what? You can wake up tomorrow and it's gone because you're not carrying that any longer. David said it this way in Psalms 31 verse 10. He says, my life was spent with grief. And my yearning with sighing. My strength fails because of iniquity and my bones waste away. The message Bible says, The troubles I have have worn me out and they have turned my bones into powder. It's amazing, isn't it? The stress and the strain that we put upon ourselves when we don't release these things and give them to God. The passage we read today at the beginning from Psalms 32 is a psalm that David, they say, wrote after he had sinned in adultery and even murder with Bathsheba as he had murdered her husband. And what did David say? When I kept silent, my vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I was drained. I grew old. But then what did he say? Verse 5, I acknowledged my sin and you forgave my iniquity. Now he's free. I'm telling you, when we confess that release that there is, that we're no longer drained emotionally. But come on, it restores our emotions. It restores our physical energy. Number three, confession allows you to move on. You can move on. It's like hitting the reset button and starting all over again. Now we know there can be some consequences to sin. We know that. But you know what? As far as God is concerned, we may still have to deal with those consequences. But as far as God is concerned, he keeps no record of our wrong. He's not holding that against us. 
I read this today and I thought it was so powerful. Someone wrote these words. It says, it's important to draw a line between the past and the future in case you are tempted to repeat your behavior. Let me say that one more time. It's important to draw a line between your past and your future just in case you're tempted to repeat your behavior. Come on, there's no going back in God. Come on, it's just going forward. That when we confess, it allows us to move on. And number four, confession lets you grow. Come on, we can grow because we've given it to God. Anyone know what Thomas Edison was famous for? Failing. Sure was. What was he famous for? Look up and it should give you an idea. He was famous for creating the light bulb. He created the light bulb. But before that, he said that his failure taught him thousands of ways not to make a successful light bulb. It's been recorded that he tried nearly 10,000 or maybe over 10,000 times to create a light bulb. And every time people looked at him and laughed, but he would look at those people and say, that's just one more way not to do it. He allowed his failure what to motivate him to keep on going. Come on, to confess and to give our mistakes to God can make your mistakes now work for you and not against you. Yes. How many knows that God can use your mistakes as a testimony to propel you on in your future? Come on, that's how awesome God is, that God can turn around those things what Satan meant for evil and he can now make them good. What is that? Those things that Satan used in your life that brought guilt and condemnation as we confess, as we give it to God, we can now grow because we can now use those old things or God can and he can turn them around and give us a testimony that can work for good. Our old mistakes given to God now can help us and help others, and can work for us in the future. Remember what we said? When we confess, 1 John 1 verse 9, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all, 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 all unrighteousness. Come on, say with me tonight, no guilt, only forgiveness in Christ. Come on, say that one more time, no guilt. Only forgiveness in Christ. Come on, one more time. Say that with me. Come on, say it as I say it. Come on. No guilt. Only forgiveness in Christ. You've got to know that tonight. It's time we come clean with God. It's time that we what? Confess and experience His forgiveness. Confess and have emotionally and physically strength restored back to our lives. Confess that we can move on in our lives and break free from the past because someone said it so well. Guilt is a chain that's going to keep us connected to the past. And then as we confess, I'm so glad that God says, now you can grow. Now you can learn from your mistakes and you can move on and you can see God do greater things in your life. Come on, it's so important to come clean with God because at the end of the day, as we said earlier, He already knows. He already knows. 
And we can turn around in our warped way of thinking and say, well, you know what? I don't want to confess because what if God thinks this? And we carry the guilt. We carry something that he already knows and he's already made way for us to be forgiven. Come on, we said something two Sundays ago and it's so powerful. We don't repent to be forgiven. We repent because we are forgiven. Come on, we don't repent to be forgiven. It's not God scratching his head and said, shall I or shall I not? When he died upon the cross and he said, it is finished, the debt was paid in full. That means every sin, past, present and future, his blood paid for, all we have to do is to walk in that, to accept that and realize I'm forgiven in God. You're forgiven tonight. No ifs, ands or buts. You are forgiven if you confess. That's what we said, huh? Confess and we are forgiven. And that's how awesome God is. So you know tonight, I don't know how many of you are perhaps holding on to things. But you know what? You don't have to. You don't have to hold on to those things. And people say this all the time. Well, how do I give it to God, Philip? You give it to Him. You give it to Him. How do you give anything to someone? You hand it over. You let go of it. You give it. You can't give someone something if you're holding on to it. Like Dustin was then about to give me the iPad there and he was holding on to it, you know. You can't give that. But to give something, you've got to release it. How do I do that? You've just got to say, God, I can't handle this anymore. But tonight I know that you've forgiven me and that's good enough for me. And I'm going to walk in that forgiveness. And now I can experience a release. I can feel strength coming back. I can move on and now I can begin to grow. Guess what? Because that thing ain't holding me back any longer. Bow your heads with me tonight. We would like to thank you for listening to this message today. We pray that your life has been challenged by what you've heard, but we also know it will be changed as you put God's word into effect. At Heart Seas Family Life Church, our doors are always open to help. If you need any more information or just a friend to listen, we are here. Call us at 225-274-1607 or email us at pastorp at hflc.us. Remember, put God first in your life and everything you do will prosper. We look forward to seeing you soon. God bless.